Hey friend, uh, this is a bonus episode coming at ya. It's just me. I'm not interviewing anyone. I just wanted to share some thoughts with you. It's almost August, which is insane. And I hope you're having a good summer. Um, if you get our weekly newsletter, you know that summer has been kind of weird for me. It's been good, but also really hard. My dad um, has dementia, so just navigating that news, also processing a lot of hard things. There's been a lot going on at our church, and I don't really talk about that much. I maybe will at some point, but that's just been a, a hard journey, and I don't, I, it's, it's tricky to even know exactly um, how to talk about that. So going to counseling to just help process that and um, just different things have just made it really hard. And so uh, I wanted to actually share something that came up in conversation with some of my friends recently. And I always ask when this happens, I'm like, ladies, do you care if I talk about this? They're like, of course not. So what, what happened was we were talking about some of the weddings that um, some of us have have attended this summer and just like how fun that is. And one of them made a comment about like real love. Like, how do you know, like if it's real love, right? And what does that look like? And how do you talk to these couples who are just getting married? And, and how do you help them understand like what real love really is, right? Because we have this idea about it and we have expectations about what love and what marriage really is supposed to look like. Um, but if you've been married for a hot minute, you know that your expectations are <laughs> oftentimes not rooted in reality oftentimes, right? And so anyway, we were talking about that and what we ended up, what they, they kind of ended up looking at me and they're like, Amanda, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I have so many thoughts. And so I want to just share with you what I shared with them because this is really like, I'm passionate about this because I feel like we don't talk about it. And I feel like we have to get better. We have to talk about this more if we actually want to impact the next generation. And if we want our kids and their friends and their kids growing up with a healthy biblical view of marriage. So it's just really important that we talk about really what real love actually looks like. And for one, real love, I, I want to say this, in a Christian, as a Christian, real love, first and foremost, looks like sharing hard things. It, it looks like being honest about what's hurtful. I don't think we hear that often. And I think that's like the first thing I would, I want to like shout from the rooftops. Like if you are a Christian and you're going to get married, you have to know that real love requires you to be honest about what's hurtful, what isn't working, what's hard, what you're sad about. Like in a marriage, in a biblical marriage, sharing hard things, sharing hard truths with your spouse is a must. What I often see is one or both spouses just hiding or 
downplaying, dismissing, kind of shoving under the rug really what they're experiencing. Maybe they're spiritually bypassing it. Maybe other people are. Maybe they're being told, you know, like, just pray about it and and keep forgiving or, you know, things like that. Those statements that are like, well, yeah, and this actually is hurtful or it is actually hard. So we have to get better at really kind of practicing and modeling and then teaching our friends, each other, our kids, what this looks like. So love, real love actually looks like saying the hard thing that is maybe not popular to hear. Maybe your spouse doesn't want to hear. That was hurtful. That felt really disrespectful. That felt unloving. You know, when you did that, it didn't feel good. It made me feel like uh, like you didn't care or like I, I'm just forgotten or whatever that, whatever that is. Like that's important to say that's real love. It's loving to your spouse to share with them any sinful patterns in their life, any ways they're being lazy, um, undisciplined, not self-controlled, Um, if they're not showing fruits of the spirit, like the loving thing to do, love actually looks like calling that out in a nice way, but in an honest way, man, the ways that my husband has been the most loving to me has, has hurt the most, but it's been the best times where he's come to me and said like, Amanda, that was disrespectful or Amanda, I can sense like you're not being forgiving of that person. It seems like you're harboring resentment toward that person. Like when he calls me out, it hurts, but it's needed. That's real love. Okay. And we need to tell that to all the people who are about to get married. Okay. Well, the next thing that I really, we need to talk about is then love actually looks like receiving that. Obviously nobody likes to receive hard things and truths that hurt, but love is man, accountability. Love is saying, I am signing up for a life with you to where I invite you to tell me and to show me where I need help. And Paul Tripp talks about this in many ways, and I just adore his teaching on this. But as a married, as a Christian husband and wife, And even if your husband is not a Christian, as you, as the wife, as a Christian, it is your man responsibility to model what it looks like to receive pruning and to invite it. And so I would ask you, because at one point I had to ask myself and I didn't want to ask my husband, but I knew I needed to is, am I a safe place for you to share hard things? And maybe just by considering that question right now, you know, like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not. Um, I invite you to ask Holy Spirit to soften your heart, to make your heart a landing place, a safe spot for your husband to come to you and to share hard, honest things. If you are able to do that, I mean, not only is your heart going to grow, but I guarantee, I can't guarantee, I take that back. I believe that your husband, and I, because I've heard it from so many wives, when they do this, their husbands are like, are you okay? (laughs) 
they notice and it's dip because it changes the atmosphere in your home, in your marriage. It, it says like, you can be honest with me and I'm not going to get mad at you. I want to know the ways I can grow to be more like Christ. I want to know that. So that's what love actually looks like as well. Receiving those hard things. Okay. And the next, this is not going to be a long episode, but love actually looks like normal everyday things. That is real love. One of the, one of the biggest myths that I believe is just attacking marriages today is this idea that love has to look like some grand big thing. When in reality, love isn't one day's celebration of an anniversary or a birthday or Mother's Day. Real actual love is in the everyday. It's when you're drive when you choose to drive so that your husband can take a nap or when he chooses to drive so that you can read or journal or whatever. It's it's when one of you picks up those empty water glasses or when one of you puts on a new toilet paper roll, when one of you de-ices the other person's windshield. Um, it's just those tiny things that are shown in every day. It's eating the leftovers that no one else wants to eat. Just those little things like that's actual love. And it's shown in those small ways across years. And and sometimes I just think we we have to be more vocal about first seeing that ourselves and then sharing that with others that real, real love isn't in one day of a, for a card or flowers or chocolates or not to say that that's bad, but we have to remember for ourselves and then tell other people that real love is in those everyday micro moments where we say and show our preference and respect and care for the person we're married to. So I hope that's encouraging. I'd love to hear from you. Did you know that actually on every episode you can respond and you can like leave a a message? You can comment on this episode. I'd love to hear how um, you experience real love in your marriage. How do you try to show it? How do you experience it from your spouse? So, um, Lord, I pray over every wife listening right now, whatever she finds herself doing, working, watching kiddos, grocery shopping, driving, whatever she's doing, Lord, would you just remind her how much you love her? Would you remind her that your son, Jesus, his blood, his shed blood on the cross is enough for her? It's more than enough, Lord, that you've told us that your son, Jesus, his shed blood on the cross is what makes us stand before you in right standing. That the blood of Jesus is our righteousness. And we can trust in that. We can settle in that. And we can choose to live out of that place. Help her do that. Help her know that you love her so much that you've sent your son for her. Lord, I just pray that her heart would be settled and that her mind would be reminded today that real love from you is first and foremost most valuable. It is the only perfect love that she can experience. And then from there, Lord, I pray that she would have the eyes to see her husband how you see him, 
that she would even just pick up on these little ways her husband loves her, Lord, that it might not be what she thought it would be or that she maybe hopes it would be, but that Lord just show her the ways that he does love her. And I pray for, um, for her to be able to communicate the ways that maybe she doesn't feel loved, but Lord, that all of that would be rooted in you. Father, we thank you for um, the union of marriage. And I just thank you for her husband. Bless him, protect him, build him up, Lord. We love you and we pray all of this in your son's name. Amen.